Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. No justice, no peace. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And the Betcha Sub Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit going on in the news, brought to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us! Today we're talking about... A COVID vaccine. Trump pimping out his press secretary. And soup. Soup! They've got <laughs> cans of soup. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> How are you, Brian? I'm doing well. How are you? Twice in a week today. That's so I, nice. I know. Look at that. Well, Sammy is still on her mini moon, I guess you would call it. I guess. It looks like they're in Cape Cod, yeah? Yeah, they've done a whole like New England-ish thing. I think that, um, I think that Danny and I are planning to do a similar thing at this point. We were originally going to maybe go to the Ozarks, but now what we're planning is I think we're going to go to Palm Springs and then drive to the Grand Canyon and stop in some places and go to Joshua Tree and do for, a little... For, for what? For our honeymoon. Oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> in one <laughs> just year. Just because. Just because we want yeah. to. Um, That's fun. I know. I was like, maybe a road trip. I don't know. I've been feeling like I want to go on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And I want to see more of America, of this beautiful, great country. This beautiful, beautiful country of ours. Speaking of this beautiful country of ours, yes. <laughs> should we um, get into the news? <laughs> yes. Okay, so the CDC has recommended that public health officials prepare to distribute a coronavirus vaccine as early as October or November. So the agency says there may be limited doses available in two months for doctors and nurses and other high-risk populations. They said large supplies probably wouldn't be available until 2021, which is a crazy number to look at when it's like referring to a year. Um, yeah. The CDC has specifically asked states and cities to get ready to distribute a vaccine to high-risk and frontline workers. The early warning for the broader population is likely based on the fact that it's going to take a lot of time to prepare to, distri- to distribute the vaccine to 330 million people, and the vaccine will also likely be two doses several weeks apart. Um, I like that they said 330 million people, like that's the population of the country, mm-hmm. as if every single person in this country is going to take a vaccine. I mean, isn't it? We all know what's coming mm-hmm. are the vaccine wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be crazy because I, I feel like I already see it happening on Twitter where some people are like, the Trump administration is rushing a vaccine. Which maybe I don't trust them at all, but just getting because our government 
has um, depleted the faith of the people so much and they've bungled this response so much and they've proven themselves untrustworthy on such a level. The entire process of getting people to take this vaccine twice yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh no this is gonna be a fucking mess i like did not go back for my the rest of my hpv vaccines (laughs) (laughs) brian no (laughs) i know i know and that was but like that's what i'm like that's my other point it's like it's out of pure laziness like i'm sure more people would get the flu vaccine like if someone came and gave you know what i mean like people are just lazy but also by the time i like was going to get my second HPV. I'm just, like, justifying it to myself. <laughs> I was in a committed relationship because they never gave it to you when you were young. Like, I had to go out of my way to yeah. go get it. Yeah, we were we were at the age where you had to go ask for it. You had to yeah, track they, it like, down. Only, yeah, they only gave it to the girls, and they didn't give mm-hmm. it to the guys. But it was like, how do you think the girls get HPV? Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's all crazy. Um, but... To your point, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that it's going to be in two waves. It's going to be a mess. And I, I saw, um, oh, I think it was this comedian, Julia Clare, but I'm not sure I say this on Twitter, but talking about how maybe it was Kate Willett who does a podcast with her. Either way, doesn't matter. The point is <laughs> one of these <laughs> smart women was making the point on Twitter that if the first attempt to get the vaccine out is bungled, if it doesn't work or it's bullshit or something about it is wrong, getting people to do it again when they when the government has their shit together is going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dr. Fauci and the head of the FDA have said in the past that it's reasonable to believe that a vaccine may be available for certain groups before clinical trials end but not as early as two months away. Um, (laughs) That's a lot. Uh, Vaccines can be authorized before the full completion of clinical trials if there is an overwhelming amount of data that they are safe and effective on a wide range of patients. Dr. Fauci said that that could definitely be the case with a COVID COVID vaccine before the end of 2020. So here's Dr. Fauci speaking yesterday on the possibility of an early use authorization for a vaccine. I would not be comfortable with a vaccine unless it was shown in a clinical trial clearly to be safe and effective. I've been through a number of vaccine trials in which EUAs have ultimately been done, but they've been done when there was enough data that you would really feel comfortable that it was safe and effective for the American public. I mean, yeah, I definitely hope that it's safe. Like, I mean, it seems like this is one of those, like people are, there's obviously nerve wracking that Trump could be like trying to use this as some sort of quote, October surprise. Yes. To try and help his position in the election. Um, Because it's clear as we've been seeing from his administration and his re-election campaign, which are basically like, you know, the same thing um, that they will just do whatever the fuck they can and want to do. Absolutely. To try and win. Absolutely. No scruples. This man has proven himself to be untrustworthy on every level to have zero line that he would not cross. So, 
I mean, yeah, it's it's tough to imagine. Obviously, I would listen to like what Dr. Fauci and the CDC had to say, but it's tough at this moment to imagine taking a vaccine that the Trump administration puts out in October mm-hmm. that like just appeared in October. Health yeah. experts do warn that November as a timeline is too soon with all the hurdles that a vaccine still has to clear. And some health experts are worried that the rush timing could be a sign that Trump is pressuring the FDA to approve a vaccine before the election. Health uh, HHS secretary, Alex Azar came count the other day and was like, no, that's not true. Uh, He was saying that, you know, this came from career people at the FDA, but the fact that people even have to be scared that the president would put out a faulty vaccine right before the election just goes to show how far this administration has sunk and what a situation we in this country are in right now. 100%. Because I don't think, I wouldn't have said like, I don't think people would have thought the Bush administration would put out like a fake. They did a lot of bad things. Uh-huh. Lied in a variety of ways that also resulted in many thousands of deaths. But uh-huh. reasonable people would have at least felt like, okay, this probably comes from a good public health play. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying, he loves airplanes, he loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Let's talk about some other hair-raising statements from our nation's leaders. (laughs) Um, And this is all from yesterday. So Trump suggested that voters in North Carolina vote twice to see if they can expose the weaknesses of mail voting. Um, I would not recommend anyone trying to do that. You could go to prison. Um, Technically, Trump even saying that is a felony. Does your vote count if you voted twice? Do they still count the one and then you get a felony? Or are they like, no, now you didn't get to vote? 
Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I want, I'm interested. I'm interested to know the answer to that. I just know. So it's like you can request a mail-in ballot, but even if you don't, if you don't mail it back in, you can still go in and vote. Yeah. So I guess like, but like if you mail it in and then you try and vote, then that is the problem. I don't know. Yeah. I know is you can't vote in person twice because you sign your name, you sign your name. And so like, you can't like sign your name twice, obviously. Anyways. Um, Bill Barr gave an interview to Wolf Blitzer in which he denied that black people are vulnerable to police violence and refused to say that voting twice is illegal. So let's listen to that clip. It sounds like he's encouraging people to break the law and try to vote twice. Well, I, I don't know exactly what he was saying, but it seems to me what he's saying is he's trying to make the point that uh, the ability to monitor this system is, is, is not good. And, and if it was so good, if you tried to vote a second time, you would be caught if you voted in person. That, that would be illegal if they did that. If somebody mailed in a ballot and then actually showed up uh, to vote in person, uh, that would be illegal. I don't know what the law in the particular state says. You can't vote twice. Well, I don't know what the law in the particular state says and when that vote becomes is final. Is there any state that says you can vote twice? Well, there's some, you know, maybe that you can change your vote up to a particular time. I don't know what the law That's is. So I'm not going to offer. He was saying test well, the system. You know, well, he if you know what believe, he's saying, why he are you asking me ma- what he's saying? He doesn't believe in the mail-in voting. You're, you're the attorney general of the United States. Why don't you? Yeah, yeah. That is, you know, very, very frightening. Yeah. Um, that he can't, he, like, he says he doesn't know. Like, you don't fucking know if it's illegal to vote twice. Like, of course you yeah. know that, you dumb shit. So I either, know like, that. And I'm I not know. the attorney general. I've never been to law school. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> like, you want us to think that you're dumb or do you want us to think that you are corrupt? Because I don't think that you're dumb. I think you're playing dumb. I think you're most definitely corrupt. It's like Mitch McConnell. I don't think Mitch McConnell's dumb. I think he's very smart, but I fucking hate him. Like, it's the same thing. But I think Trump is just an idiot. They, they, uh, he just wants to play games. I mean, this is how he was in every single hearing where he plays the, I do not recall um, what exactly is the meaning of that. Well, how could I possibly know X, Y, Z? Like, it's it's a, a dumb, like, a smart, dumb guy thing. Where they're like, like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to dance around and look. Look, I'm going to use my big brain to evade mm-hmm. your questions, and then you I end know. up saying, "I don't know if it's illegal to vote twice," and it's like you're a dumbass. You look like yeah. a complete fool. And it's like they love to do. They love to say like this um, thing, like like how he said that he denied that black people are vulnerable to police violence. They're they're more more vulnerable. He's even like one of those people that's used like those like statistics where it's like more white people are killed by police officers in a year, and so like, yes. It's because white people are 76% of the population. Yeah, versus, there are more of them. Yeah. But when you like, but like when you like break it down, like data wise, it is like a gargantuan amount of people, black people are killed in comparison to white people. And it's yes. like, why are you, do you like, he, he is just, he is the most corrupt one, if not one of the most, if not the most corrupt person in this entire administration yeah he's horrifying and i'll just say like when i was getting i was i was getting the newsletter together today and i was writing the little blurb about this interview that he gave usually like for the uh, we link out to other sources and i try to find one that's like a good summary of the whole story 
I literally could not find one single article that listed just all the crazy things that he said because he said so many crazy things that they all were individual articles. <laughs> like I couldn't mm-hmm. just link to a full list of him being like, um, saying that Jacob Blake was armed. He said, uh, you know, all this stuff about the mail-in voting. He mm-hmm. he was just on one, truly. So this comes as the president continues to make illegal threats to withhold funding from, quote, anarchist cities where social justice protests are happening. And he has some unusual ways for describing the protest tactics. So let's listen to this clip. And then they have cans of soup. Soup. And they throw the cans of soup. That's better than a brick because you can't throw a brick. It's too heavy. But a can of soup, you can really put some power into that, right? Yes, sir. And then when they get caught, they say, no, this is soup for my family. They're so innocent. This is soup for my family. Uh, It's incredible. And you have people coming over with bags of soup, big bags of soup, and they lay it on the ground, and the anarchists take it, and they start throwing it at our cops, at our police. And if it hits you, that's worse than a brick, because it's got force. It's the perfect size. It's, like, made perfect. And when they get caught, they say, no, this is just soup for my family. And then the media says, this is just soup. These people are very, very innocent. They're innocent people. These are just protesters. Isn't it wonderful to allow protesting? No. He's really going all in on this Goya sponsorship. <laughs> I know. Like, like, wow. Cans of soup. I- <laughs> also, I love he's like, cans of soup. 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 <laughs> his, um, his queen's background really comes out in this clip. Yeah, he the really soup. just seems like a rambling man. Who's mm-hmm. you get you you're you're in Queens. You start talking to a man outside a bodega. Now you're like, shit, I'm trapped in this conversation <laughs> with this man because I engaged with him nicely. It totally, <laughs> it totally feels like a conversation that you would have with like an uncle that you see once a year mm-hmm. at a family function and he like sees that you like you have soup in your cab and he's like, Oh, you got soap, soup. protester, you throwing some soup at people. Well, and it's like, be- and it's and it's worse than a brick, because I'll tell you it's worse than a brick. And you're like, okay, yeah. well, it was really good to see you. <laughs> That's awesome. Soup for my family. <laughs> yep, it's soup for my family. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I actually prefer box soup, Donald. Um, I get that soup for my family. He also, like, that's the other thing is, like, you think one can of soup is going to feed a family? Come on, man. I mean, he, well, they have a whole bags of soup. Yeah, that's true. And they're true. carrying it around. These anarchists are carrying the soup around. Right before um, quarantine, I got a, a whole bunch of soup, and I did carry around bags of soup. <laughs> <laughs> man, maybe he just, did, he, maybe he's just confused about what, like, he's seeing in the streets of New York. And, yeah. like, he just doesn't understand. <laughs> Um, no, I just went to Costco. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, but is that a thing? I've never heard of that. I don't think, is that a thing? Um, I mean, I certainly haven't heard of it being a thing. Maybe in like Portland or something, people threw soup. He does just say things though. So like, there's like, we're, we're already not talking about that plane full of people that apparently were going, some bad people were going to on a plane to do some right. things. 
See, here's my thing with him, with some of these statements, is that I think that he hears something Mm-hmm. And then he just goes off in his mind. I have an estranged uncle who behaves this way. And he remembers some kernel of information. And then it becomes a crazy story. Mm-hmm. So maybe he did hear something about Sue. Mary Trump talked about that in her book. He's like always done this his entire life. Like one time that he was introducing Mary to uh, Marla Maples. Mm-hmm. He was like, Oh yeah, she was really bad. She had a really bad drug problem, and, and but she came through despite. And she's like, I never had a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? And he's like, he's and then he looks. He's like, yes, you did. And like, like smiling. Like, what? Mm-hmm. she's like, mm, okay, um, okay, okay. Thank you. And you just yeah. <laughs> that's how <laughs> everything just, that he talks about. You have to be like, sure, all right. It's yeah. like, like if it would be endearing if. Or, or just funny if he was like the neighbor next door, but he's mm-hmm. the president, and so it's mm-hmm. bad. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash feverdream. That's homechef.com slash feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash feverdream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Speaking of all the crazy shit that Trump says, we're going to end today on uh, on some some things that we've learned from Sarah Huckabee Sanders' new book, Speaking for Myself. I see what she did there. She was the spokesperson yeah. for the president. But now, now she's-, she's speaking for herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's mostly uh, a glowing review of her time in Trump's White House uh, where, you know, I remember that she would come out and just lie Mm -hmm. daily. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's really been an interesting bunch of people that he's introduced us to as his press secretary. Well, you know, at least she lied every day um, as opposed to Kaylee McEnany or whatever. Um, She does... What a weird name, but she does like, she just lies like once a week, if that now. Yeah, yeah. she comes out <laughs> and will say a couple lies if she feels like it. Sarah Sanders, I will say probably, and let's hope that Kaylee McEnany is the last one and we get a new, entirely new administration very soon. But Sarah Sanders is the star of the bunch, of mm-hmm. course. Sean mm-hmm. Spicer was a disaster. Kaylee mm-hmm. McEnany 
is good. But again, she wasn't out here every day like Sarah Sanders mm-hmm. getting yelled at at the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> she was out here, a ride or die, Sarah Sanders. Mm-hmm. So in her book, Sanders said that she looked up to notice Kim staring. We made direct eye contact and Kim nodded and appeared to wink at me. I was stunned. I quickly looked down and continued taking notes. All I could think was, what just happened? Surely Kim Jong-un did not just mark me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is crazy. Um, I mean, that probably... The thing is, it's like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, like, she lied about everything, so it's hard to believe, but also believe women. So he probably... And Kim Jong-un probably winks at women in meetings. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I, don't know, I mean, like, he's gross. I'm sure he's like that. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I really don't know anything about him in that way. If he has mm-hmm. a history of winking at women or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is there, but I'm sure he probably did that. So then she goes on to stay and she was ta- told the president and his advisors about it in the car later, to which President Trump responded, Kim Jong-un hit on you. He did. He fucking hit on you. <laughs> which is really funny to me i just imagine him as like very like teenage in that moment like yo kim jong-un fucking hit (laughs) on you that's so crazy I know. (laughs) and then um sarah sanders said she asked the president to stop making those suggestions and he said well sarah that settles it you're going to north korea and taking one for the team your husband and kids will miss you but you'll be a hero for your country. (laughs) Then Trump and Chief of Staff Mark Kelly howled with laughter. So that's fun. I mean, it is a terrible thing to say, but it is pretty funny. (laughs) It's, like, funny for him. I think that, like, like, I think that that's pretty much as funny as he gets. Yeah. And that between (laughs) friends, that comment, it's not the worst thing that he said. No, totally. But it's also, it's like, it is terrible. You have to, like, yeah. like it's like clearly he's he was boss, joking. He's the president. He shouldn't yeah, say so that. Yeah, so it's not fine. <laughs> but, like, I feel like if I was with, like, yeah, exactly. He's the president and she's her boss. So that makes it inappropriate. But, like, I think that's, like, if, like, if Kim Jong-un hit on you, I think I would make a similar joke. Yeah, I'd be like, you have to go to I know. <laughs> I, I have to be honest that, yeah, Brian, if you came into the studio and you were like, Kim jong I would probably jokingly be like, well, you got to go to North Korea. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily, we are not the president or unluckily right now. And I'm not even running. I'm not even running. (laughs) (laughs) So don't come for me. I'm not the president. I'm not the boss of anybody. (laughs) Also, don't buy this book. I don't think anyone needs to buy this book. Please don't buy the book. If she says anything interesting like this, again, we'll tell you about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do not purchase this from her. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because she was she was good at her job, but she was bad as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, I just want to remind everyone to go to Betches.co slash save2020 to find out if you're registered to vote. Get registered to vote. Request a mail-in ballot, all 50 states. Um, we have all the information right there. And, yeah, just wanted to do that quick shout-out because we are, what, how many days? Like 60-something days? 
think it might even be less than 60 now. I can't. It's coming. It's It's coming. It's so, we're so close. We're so close. You know, the first debate is at the end of the month. I can't believe that. It's going to be crazy. Also, we have a very exciting video series starting next week. And the first episode stars the one and only Elise Morales on this podcast. I have seen the final product. It is gorgeous. Yay. Um, I'm so excited. I will say I did write the script mm-hmm. with fun additions from Elise and Fat Carrie Bradshaw herself. Mm-hmm. Filmed on Zoom. That. Filmed, Filmed all via Zoom. On Zoom. Excited. Yep. Excited. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, until the return of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.